go back to basics, thinking about who he is and how and why he does what he does and all of that stuff. So um, a couple little origin things that I wanted to sort of fill in, because I don't ever remember deciding these things before. I had this idea, I had a very vague idea in the beginning that he was um, raised raised by the theater. I thought maybe he was an orphan or something, but um, I've been thinking about what might make his powers actually work. And I think they're essentially psychic. I was trying to avoid making a decision there because I wanted it to be super mysterious, but he's a very mental character. So his, his powers are psychic. And I think where they come from is um, his parents. So he wasn't technically an orphan. He had his parents while he was growing up, but they were gone so frequently. They were such like minimal presences in his life that he may as well have been an orphan. Like I imagine them doing exactly what was legally necessary to maintain custody of him. But that war both of them was always gone somewhere. And I think that's because they were, I think the mom was a test subject in MKUltra. If we want to be historically accurate or some other similar, you know, analog in our world. But the mom was an MKUltra test subject. So she was, you know, the CIA or whoever was doing all these mind control experiments on her. Presumably first and foremost with LSD, but not necessarily limited to that. And I think the dad was an agent. He may have been the one who administered a lot of the tests or whatever to her. But, and I was reading about this on Wikipedia, so apparently this is a matter of actual historical record. When they first started MKUltra, they would unexpectedly and unannounced, you know, without announcement, they would dose CIA agents and see what happened. So like if you were in the building, they were they might just they might just slip you some acid. And uh I think he got dosed as well in this way and he like washed out. He had a freak out. They they let him go. They didn't want to keep him around the agency anymore. So the two of them, who had had their minds altered against their will, who had been fucked with in these ways, they ended up together in the outside world. Maybe they sought each other out, be it some sort of weird psychic destiny thing, or maybe they were just throwing off similar vibrations. Help me! I'm broken! Love me! So anyway... <laughs> who puppeteer's parents are um cia test subjects so that's where his powers come from i think so uh, you're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a long talk and you're gonna have to remind me of, of lots of uh, elements of the storyline but um i feel like puppeteer would definitely because I, I don't remember the specific sequence of events but i do remember puppeteer being very angry about the one-eye thing. And he's the person who I, ha I had not, until that point in the story, thought of as angry in any way. And, you know, his usual reactions, I'm sure you'll recall, were bafflement and terror. Um, his power scared him. Um, and he had basically gone to the League 
death-seeking somewhere that would take him in and, like, help him control what was happening around him. So the one I think made him mad, and I'm sure he would be maybe not actively chasing it down, but gathering strength to do that someday. So I think he's... If we're taking things up, like, not long after those events, then I imagine he is um, sort of... He has, like, sort of presided over the disintegration of the League. I think he's very um, disgusted with the way that happened. Um, I think he may have... Oh, yeah, I, I, I wrote this down somewhere in some notes that I started, but I'll just describe it to you here. I imagine that they're being, like, at what turned out to be the last official meeting of, of the League. I imagine Puppeteer making a very sort of angry declaration of how the organization had failed and of him uh, walking out, like, storming out of the meeting with... Um, like card drives and paper files and other forms of information storage literally trailing after him. Like as he leaves, he just grabs all of this information about the organization and walks out with it. Like, stop me. Like, see if you can. I imagine him having that partly out of a sort of instinct to protect himself, but also because... He wanted to really, like, have a, have a long, hard look at what happened from an institutional perspective. So he's, 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 he basically took it because he considers it the script to what happened. So he's looking at it, and he's just like, no, no, no. This was very poorly written. Someone should have stepped in here and made a few edits. So he's starting to think of himself as somebody who should take an active hand in controlling events. I also think uh, he's been working on his costume. He He's sick of getting uh, piled up on and, and whooped by mooks. <laughs> so... Um, I imagine, I'm not sure about the, the Revit, but I know, I know he's making or has made a mask and the mask is just like a blank, white, vaguely human face. And it's, uh, it's intensely creepy and unsettling. And I think this is part of his, like, defense mechanism against, you know, just like a bunch of goons, run, you know, with clubs running up and beating on him. Um, so I'll probably use some of his PowerPoints to do that. It'll be, like, device or emotion control or something, and it'll just, it'll just, like, radiate fear or something so people see him and they're just like oh god i have to get away from that some ideas for your character i'm gonna narrate slightly what has happened um between when we finished the chicago story arc and what we're doing now um we're gonna say that it's five years uh you've moved to stringersburg um fleek of dubious heroism has broken up 
Connecticut was actually the first to go, and she joined a like one of the major big teams. Uh, if you want to come up with who that is, that's cool. Um, but she ended up being your moralistic center, and from her leaving, um, without her influence, she kind of went on a downward spiral. Downward spiral. Uh, Illustra went back home to the airplane. Um, Reverb actually got wounded. Uh, his arm got ripped off, and he retired, although it didn't affect his powers. It kind of shattered his uh, self-confidence. Uh, Inner Peace is doing the same exact thing. He formally split up the group after everybody had kind of left. Maybe you've had run-ins with him, maybe you haven't. You guys tried a few new members before it was formally disbanded, but none stayed, none, nobody else fit. What I'm curious about is what actually caused the puppeteer to tip over into villainy. What was his first villainous act or scheme or however he went about it? What's his grand plan? What's his giant motivation? Is he into world domination, uh, owning his own country, just controlling people? Like, why is he a villain? What, besides being, like, morally... Uh, fucked up. I'd like either you to come up with his nemesis, or if you want me to, I can. Mm, I was thinking maybe he's either exactly like the puppeteer, power-wise, and they kind of cancel each other out, or um, someone who's the complete opposite to him, like physically and mentally invulnerable, but maybe they're a dullard, and he either beats them by just outsmarting, being more clever. I'll leave it up to you. Did he ever join a evil group? Um, did he ever try to conquer the world with with somebody else or a duo or anything like that? Um, or was he always solo? And uh, was anything ever resolved with one eye? Because I know you kind of had a chip on your shoulder about that. Maybe you had multiple run-ins with him. Maybe you tried hunting him down. Uh, like I said, all this is up to you. I just kind of wanted to slightly narrate it. I will e uh, scan in and email you your character sheet. Um, he's level 9 right now. I'm going to let you go up to level 10. Um, I'm not terribly worried about power level and whatnot, but just in case mechanics come into it. Yeah, like we're just going to say for some reason your powers have kind of plateaued at, at a certain point. Maybe after you left the league, um, they just haven't grown. Um... Maybe you've just reached your peak, you're not sure. Originally, I was going to set the pace for this, but what I'm going to do is actually let you set the pace. I'm just gonna kinda give you a general intro, and then depending on how you wanna play it, um, you can go from there and figure it out. So, um, all right, so here's the scene. Session one, the puppeteer sits in his dark hideout, not the monster squaws, but his own that he has carved out in Stringersburg and through use of his telekinesis and whatnot has kind of actually made it a decent place. He's pondering, does he continue the group? Um, does he make a new one? Does he call it all a loss? You know, where did this all go wrong? It obviously wasn't his fault. The others had, if the others had just paid more attention, then you know, this, none of this would have happened. The nihilist, motherfucking nihilist. I mean, do you hire him? Do you make a team just to take him out? What do you do? I mean, maybe, you know, do something you hadn't done before and bring in a non-meta that's in that's part of the game to take him out. Maybe next time you play the leader instead of having a proxy. 
or maybe you, next time you just mind control somebody and they're a complete mouthpiece. Um, you definitely had Vince like, I have too much freedom at the end of his leash, and that's where that went wrong. And if you do keep the group together, then uh, you'll need new branding after the incident. Um, the Meta Squad's going to be after all of you guys, so you're going to have to come up with a new persona, possibly. You're also wondering if they've recovered Son of Jaguar's body yet, or if there's even one to recover. You know, there's the slim possibility that he actually ascended, you know, like you'd always talked about. You've seen stranger shit in your experience. And where do you go from here? Is there anyone that can even hang with you? Anyone that's on your level that can understand? Is there anyone even worthwhile? Is it worth trying to find them? It's all about the control, the control, the control. Why can't anyone keep their shit together? You'll show them all. You'll give them structure. Maybe it's time to set the stage for the grand play. So now I leave it to you as to how you want to tackle this. Do you want to jump in and do some crazy shit right off? Do you want to do some slow setup? Okay, so uh, you said it might be cool if the mask had a name. I agree. I think Puppeteer is the sort of uh, pretentious that he would like a Latin name. So it's called, maybe it's called Desperatio, which means despair or hopelessness. Or I also thought, you know, he might just call it in English, Abandon Hope. That's in some classical text. It's like over the archway to hell or something. Probably Dante. Actually, that might be better now than I think of it. He probably has that, like, inscribed on the inside of it. So whenever he puts it on, he's, like, saying that to himself. But that's also sort of what it makes people who look at it do. Abandon hope. So... In filling out, in like rounding out his numbers and stuff, I gave him, um, put an equipment point, I mean like uh, a rank in the equipment feet, which is worth five points. I put that into a hideout at a headquarters. He has a small one. I figure what he's done is actually make a part of like an old subway system usable for himself. Um, I bought up the toughness a little bit so that it's what the book describes as like concrete or metal structure. So I figure it's like an old tunnel and he's cordoned off a little room of it. Maybe it's like the old, um, I don't know, switching station or something if they have shit like that for subways. It's some sort of like vaguely apartment-sized chamber in an, in an old tunnel system that he's sort of rehabbed for his own use. Um, so it's got the concealment thing. He, uh, through like controlling various electrical company employees and like, you know, um, you know, city workers, he's got illegal electricity and water flow going in there. It's also got a single entrance and he has locked it with a lock for which there is no key. He had a, a locksmith make a lock and he like watched over the whole process. 
So he knows how to open it telekinetically. He just like, he just reaches inside and grabs the thing and moves it, but there's no actual key for it. Somebody could still break in if they were clever enough, but um, that's his little sanctum. I figure what he's been doing is like slowly winning influence in Stringersburg. I give him a couple of ranks of uh, the wealth feat. So he's like the he's at the at the bottom tier of of rich. I figure he's got um, stacks of cash, but he also has you know bank accounts and stuff under various names that he can he can get to. And I also gave him connected. Um, I figure he's been like getting a hold of getting a hold over, we might say. Um, at least one person in the news media, like maybe a, maybe the, you know, city editor at the newspaper or, um, the like star news anchor at a TV station or something like that. Or, or maybe instead of just like one sort of high mid ranking person, maybe several low mid-ranking people, but uh, I figure the the media is kind of where he wants to have influence, and maybe government as well a little bit, but um, for one thing, I figure he's starting to do this so that he can minimize whatever damage or unpleasantness might come his way from this meta squad. And another thing is so that he can start sort of manipulating the the public discourse because he wants to be able to put on his show his way and not have all these critics hating on his on his brilliant ideas all the time um, I really like the thing with Jaguar I like the idea that maybe he's dead and gone or maybe he's not dead or maybe he is a god now um, that would bug Puppeteer out to no end not knowing that so He's he's in a long, slow information-gathering phase. The other thing he wants to know more about, and I thought of this because of what you said in your intro, you know, who who is like him, who could possibly understand him. The other thing he wants to find out more about is the government psychic research program that his parents were in. He wants to see if he can find other psychics like him. Maybe if they have a shared basis, you know, if they have a common origin, he won't have to manipulate them quite so hard as he did the Monster Squad. Maybe they'll be more sympathetic to him and he can, if he can find other psychics, maybe he can convince them that they all have a, uh, a common bond. So he's looking into that, which is to say he's probably looking for people who are skilled computer hackers. Now, he doesn't really know that much about computers. He knows how to turn on a, a Windows machine. And I figure he has also made the mistake of uh, starting to use social media. So he's probably like looking up old theater friends on whatever the Stringersburg equivalent of Facebook is and like stalking beautiful women who are in his theater. But um, he's also like trying to nibble around the edges of 
the dark web or whatever. He's like trying to find somebody who could legitimately get him more information about a government research program that may have been declassified. I mean, MKUltra has been declassified, I think, in reality, but whatever our equivalent of it is, maybe parts of it have been made public and parts of it are still going on or something. So he's talking about like a real sort of hack. And that means he needs a real hacker. And he doesn't really know what he doesn't know about hackers. So he's trying to like slowly, carefully figure out who he could go to, what kind of money that person would need, blah, 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 blah. I think in the short term, he would be keeping a very low profile while he does this. I think, I think he would use his media connection and a sort of carefully staged scene in which he's a participant to sort of put it out there in the world that the knife, who he played in the Monster Squad, is dead. So I think he's putting that story out there. I think he's also, like, on the lookout for Van Slyke. He thinks Van Slyke maybe copped to him toward the end there, figured out what was going on, which shouldn't happen, but maybe it did. So he's on the lookout for, for Van Slyke. So mostly he's just like in his, in his hideout, reading newspapers, scheming, making dolls. So just to summarize, he's um, laying low. He's Facebook stalking people from his old theater. He's trying to find a computer hacker so that he can learn more about the government psychic research program. And he's trying to get the media to report that the knife is dead. Also, he's being very careful about any reports of Kilsin Van Slyke because he thinks there's a confrontation coming there. All right, I hope that's enough to go on. Let me know what you think.